Welcome to this week's Fit for Purpose podcast. This week, because we've got National Apprentice Week coming up, we wanted to hear from someone who's really involved in managing lots of apprenticeships at a business that we'll all have heard of, in fact, probably all have used, which is Amazon. So we've got Nicola Drury. She is the UK Apprenticeships Manager at Amazon. And I think it's fair to say, Nicola, uh, we were just talking, weren't we? It's a pretty busy role for you. But first of all, thanks for coming on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about your role and what it involves you doing at uh, um, Amazon. We'll take it from there. Great. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here today. Uh, My role, I think I've got one of the best jobs ever. (laughs) And I'm definitely living my best life doing this role. (laughs) Um, It it obviously ticks all my boxes. Um, So I started at Amazon uh, just over 10 years ago. And in my role as a learning development manager for the operations across the UK, I was given this opportunity to launch the first apprenticeship scheme in 2013. Mm. And the apprenticeship scheme was for six engineers across Scotland, England and Wales. Never done apprenticeships before, so it was a great learning curve for me. And that is where we started. So for me, I've been in the role really and been with apprenticeships in Amazon since day one. So really proud to be part of that and proud that it is you know my career and my job to do so so I guess what's interesting is you were doing it before the apprenticeship levy was launched as well so yes presumably it's been brilliant to see how many more apprenticeships are out there you know 10 years later yeah absolutely and you know we went from one scheme in 2013 and now we've got apprentices over 40 you know it it really just goes (laughs) to show that growth but also obviously with 2017 and and the levy and the changes and you know the number of apprenticeship standards it really supports employers like Amazon where you've got you know a real diversity of roles that you can offer then a really diverse you know diverse range and portfolio of apprenticeships which you know obviously support anyone really from any kind of background you know to retrain or, or upskill so it's, it's a fantastic job um, just creating opportunities for people to come and as I said retrain or upskill you know careers that people want either from full-time education or they want later in life and to have those opportunities for people it is a you know it is a very fantastic and very privileged role to be in. And so I mean give us a sense of scale as well you know you're now one of the largest private sector apprenticeship employers as you say you started 10 years ago Hmm. so on a typical year for example like last year you know give us a sense of how many people would have been maybe beginning their apprenticeship the kinds of very different apprenticeships you're now offering now yeah yeah absolutely so I mean engineering as I say we started in 2013 and obviously in in that kind of time it was very much more trade wasn't it you know apprenticeships were more like kind of like trade electrician plumber Mm -hmm. hairdressing etc and obviously we didn't offer those roles um there but never say never you know never say never um and the engineering one we still do so we've you know we went from six and now we offer over 130 of those roles each year and then the other schemes that we do you know it's like software development we do Mm -hmm. uh safety you know, HR, project management data. And we do those across all of our kind of business areas because I think people don't realise 
what opportunities there are. You know, people think Amazon, they think, you know, drivers, delivery, parcels, and actually we're so much more than that, Amazon Prime, you know, you've, you've got um, AWS. So the roles that we offer now, like I say we've got over 40 schemes, they mm-hmm. go from a level two, so mm-hmm. we do supply chain, which is one of our largest schemes, which is across, obviously across the UK, and that's in supply chain. And then we go up to level seven. So we actually offer an apprenticeship at wow. every level. So regardless of your background, there is an entry point for you. Uh, and that's really important to us as, of having that offer. And obviously we've offered, you know, you know, like, I guess, you know, thousands of opportunities for people to join Amazon through an apprenticeship and internally as well. So we do have a program exclusively for existing employees to upskill in because, you know, we all know that our jobs change. When, when we're in work, your jobs change, the skills change. I mean, when I was at school, you know, there were no computers at school. We had, you know, we had typewriters. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, so actually, you know, when, when I was kind of going through my role and I'm faced with Excel and, you know, computers, I'm a bit like, it takes me a little bit more time. So <laughs> we offer opportunities, you know, for, and I'm not saying that everyone works at Amazon, obviously there's a real range of ages, but we, um, we, start, we, we offer like data analyst, project management, mm-hmm. you know, kind of coaching those skills what are very transferable and really kind of upskill you you know within the role so again it's you know it's really important to have that offer um, available to people so we need to get rid of that myth don't we for apprenticeships are only for school leavers you know they're only for trade they're only for this you know and what we've tried to do at Amazon what we'll continue to do is really kind of remove that myth um tell me a little bit about just how the wider Amazon business has in a sense, had to change to be able to deliver more of these apprenticeships because obviously it's it's blended learning and it's on the yep. job, but there's a bit in the classroom. Um, has that been hard or or actually in the end have people just sort of realised how to do it and then you just steadily scaled up? Yeah, you know what, it's been really interesting. And I think I've had, I've had calls before and, and meetings with other employers and I do think you know, it's very much about the environment you're in as an employer and the impact of that. So within Amazon, I mean, we ha- we're very invested in skills. You know, we, you know, we do a lot of different programs and with apprenticeships, it wasn't a challenge for us because it was because because we employ people to do an apprenticeship. It's a given that they will require a, you know, a slightly different learning curve. They mm-hmm. will require time not necessarily out the business but you know what I mean for the learning for their workshops mm-hmm. for their assignments and that is all provided uh, and all you know built in so it's very much part of the program but I think the biggest thing is the education of what an apprenticeship is because even with an Amazon because it is a big company we, we put apprentices in new teams with new managers um you know every year because we are still quite new in that space you know even though it's 10 years we are very new in apprenticeships mm-hmm. compared to other employers so we're always educating managers to understand what an apprentice is and what to expect and I think you know doing that really really supports the apprentice in their learning um and you know they, they just get some fantastic opportunities and we find it really exciting because I think also the apprentices bring something really different and because it's in it is a new route into Amazon, you know, really, because normally you, you take an industry hire, don't you? Or maybe graduates, whereas apprentices, yeah. you know, are, you know, are not, ne- not necessarily graduate in that chosen field, or they might not have ever worked before. And the impact that they bring, the ideas, you know, 
the, what we call the five whys. You know, why do you do that? What do we do? You know, I mean, well, yeah. And, and, and it, it's all those challenges and those new mm-hmm. ideas. And, I, and to, you know, and the, the, the teams love it. You know, the teams that are very, you know, much behind it and very invested. Um, but, you know, but, and I think, you know, that is great. But I know from speaking to other employers, especially when you have people, let's say in hospitality or, or in a, you know, high street retail, it's that's a bit more challenging isn't it when you you know when people are being removed from that role to do the learning I think it is more challenging um in those kind of environments and in 2022 Amazon was recognized as one of the UK's top 100 apprenticeship employers so Mm. you know you've talked a lot about what you're doing how you do it which is really interesting I mean what what is it about the culture do you think that means you are able to fundamentally host some fantastic opportunities for people at scale yeah. um, that clearly they themselves feel like they they really work for people. Yeah, and I think we're, 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 you know, we've got a large UK footprint. I mean, we've been in the UK got oh, 25 years, actually, this year. We've got a lot of celebrations going on. And, and that's been fantastic. And obviously, being with the business as well, I've, I've seen that growth and the opportunities. So now we have like the operations business, which is obviously huge, is our biggest part. Mm-hmm. You've got AWS and you've got the corporate side. So, you know, I know I mentioned before, the diversity of roles, I think, is really attractive to people. Um, also, the teams that people can work in. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we've got some people working in Prime Video and Amazon Studios and, and these kind of these yeah. brands, which yeah. people recognize. Yeah. So I think that really supports as well. But I also do think it's not just the diversity of the schemes. Having a diverse portfolio attracts a diverse range of people. And we have apprentices from 18, you know, to uh, over over 60 doing apprenticeships right now, you know, on scheme. Uh, And, you know, about 5% of our apprentices are over 50. Yeah, and I know it was great to hear what the Chancellor said before, you know, about the over 50s in that cohort, because that is really key. So and do they need something different to say some of those school leavers you might be taking on? Is it is it a slightly different? Um, I mean, obviously they've got a huge amount of life experience. Is yeah. how does it feel for the company having such different people doing apprenticeships? Presumably they can coach one another to some extent as well. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Because I think what's really interesting is that people have different backgrounds. So we've got people who you know, more mature people uh, who, who I've worked before, who, are, who have had a career before. Mm-hmm. And they, we've had, we've got teachers, used to be people, be teachers, used to work in IT, uh, used to be entertainers, like on the cruise ships. And, you know, mm-hmm. and we had a few people obviously, you know, looked for different careers when, obviously when COVID happened. Um, and what they bring is all those transferable skills and more because they are still learning. Because that, you know, that is obviously the apprenticeship, isn't it? You are still learning something. And when I speak mm-hmm. to that kind of cohort, you know, sometimes they're just as nervous, you know, as, as apprentices leaving school because they're like, you know, I've never done IT before, but it's always been a passion of mine. So they are learning something new. But obviously, in terms of their previous skills, their learning curve, you know, you know can be a lot quicker. Uh, and mm-hmm. they do tend to do some of them maybe the shorter schemes you know like the level kind of yeah. like four schemes because obviously th- they've got a lot of those kind of like knowledge and behave well not knowledge necessarily but those behaviors and skills that they can transfer over um but also I think you know it's, it's great because like we've got I mean like Teresa and David I mean they, they stand out to me because they've been with Amazon quite a while and they're doing the chartered management degree apprentice because they've never, never got a chance to do a degree because 
things mm-hmm. happen in life, don't they? And as you move through life, your responsibilities change and they always want to do a degree and now they're doing, you know, and I speak to them, I'm like, how's it going? You know, and they're like, oh, oh Nicola, it is hard. It is hard <laughs> doing, you know, everything, but I am loving it. Um, and, th- and that's great to hear, you know, it is, it's great to hear that that resilience definitely, you know, is, is there and people just want to succeed. And it's very at the moment, I mean, there's such a, a big debate about I think what people are calling this great resignation and and almost this I think what's happened is it's just tied into people's sense that if they're probably going to be working longer in their lives you know maybe retiring later or maybe not necessarily these days retiring particularly um that yeah they might want a bit of variety there might come a time when you just think well I've, I've done this thing I, I'm going to try something completely different and I think up until now we haven't really seen apprenticeships necessarily as a way to reskill but obviously the Amazon experience is that that's exactly what it it potentially can be as as a route for people to do something different yeah and it is and like I say I say we're talking to we've got we've got quite a few people um and we when I speak to them because like you say we've got like people who have been baristas and are now doing a software development degree uh, we've got people who always maybe wanted to do something but the timing wasn't right um, and that was I said say for Dad, I can, you know speak for David you know he's like in his early 50s um, he was in banking he got made redundant um, he you know, wasn't quite sure he'd work I think he worked for about 20-25 years something like that and then he just went to his local Amazon just for a job in the in the distribution center uh, and he said, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed working with people. And then the internal opportunity was there to do the um, the management degree apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. And he did just went for it, you know. And and, it, and it, like I say, in in his loving it, and I think he'll finish next year actually. He said, I always wanted to do a degree, but things got caught up in life, and I was not able to. And I think, like you say, you get to that point. Uh, well not, not everyone does but sometimes you can get to that point as you move through life when you think actually I have now got time for me and I don't need to do x y and z uh, but also I think do you really know what you want to do at a young age I you know I never knew what I wanted to do um but at least now with apprenticeships you have an opportunity to mm. think you know what I've always wanted to do marketing so you can now look at an apprenticeship as a route to that because how else yeah. do you get a job in marketing if you've not got you know, it's that it's that it's vicious circle. You've not got work experience, not got a qualification, but you've got the passion. And what we do with apprentices, when we obviously recruit apprentices, we look for that potential and passion because we're not mm. looking for what you've done before because that's irrelevant. Well, not relevant, you know what I mean? But it, the whole thing yeah. of apprenticeship is learning. That's new not skills. what's going to drive it. No, it's what's ahead no. of you? Yeah, no, definitely. And I think and I think some people have tried to call the apprenticeship something else to try and attract, you know, that audience. But we've kind of sticked to apprenticeships because that's what it is. <laughs> you know, to me, I mean, we want to get rid of the myths around apprenticeships rather than wrap it up to something. You know, it's, it's not. Um, you know, it is an apprenticeship, and you know, we, we've we've had some great, you know, success. I mean, over the ten years, all those apprentices have completed six. You know, over sixty-five percent are still with Amazon. And that's well, I was going to ask you about the outcomes yeah. in a sense. What do they yeah. tend to go on and do, and and what yeah. happens after? Yeah, no, absolutely. We've got um, so basically we've been finishing. We had about oh, I'm trying to think now, but over I think three hundred um or four hundred completed last year. Because obviously, yeah, the duration of the schemes vary from fifteen months to four years. Um, 
And yeah, you know, the majority of people, I think we're over eight, I think in the late 80s now, uh, remain with Amazon. So at the end of their apprenticeship, they stay with Amazon. Um, some people, you know, don't. And that's fine, but that's fine because that's not a, a measure for me. The measure is that people get the opportunity to complete. So mm -hmm. at the end of their apprenticeship, they've got their funded qualification. They've earned a salary and they've got work experience. They're the golden things, aren't they, to move on? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's, you know, that is kind of the key goal for me. But then we've had, and then we had probably over, over 30% of our completed on the level two apprenticeship, so our supply chain, mm -hmm. they've gone on to a level three or higher apprenticeship with Amazon, which I think is amazing because... I'm so for, for people who are less familiar, yeah. you know, level level three is essentially that A-level level. And yeah. so one of the debates, in a sense, Nicola, has been, hasn't it, around, you know, are, are apprenticeships really helping those those young particularly younger people to really get those those next steps and what you're saying is that from an Amazon perspective they absolutely are being oh, that pathway yeah. that was intended yeah absolutely because a level two I'd say is our biggest scheme which we offer because we offer all across the UK and we find a real age we've got a real age range and background on that scheme it's one of our most diverse schemes because what it gives it gives people who've been out of education the confidence to get back into learning because um, mm -hmm. if you haven't learned for a while and you're working, you've got your responsibilities outside work and you've got to do assignments, you've got to do projects, you know, that's quite a, a, you oh. know, that's quite a big ask. So you've got kind of that audience. You've got maybe people who don't have that GCSE you know, equivalent maths and English to be able to apply for a level three, level mm -hmm. three apprenticeship or be successful for a higher level because maybe they, you know, they didn't get those school qualifications. So. It's, it's great for the supply chain level two or a level two, should I say, because it does give people that entry, that taster to learn in again or that level qualification then to lead them on to higher things. And we've seen that in Amazon. And the fact that people have done, you know, two apprenticeships, I mean, I'll take my hat off, you know, <laughs> people to do that. And then yeah. but also to continue to work. And, and we've gone people have gone from supply chain to software development to accounting to project management you know to the corporate social responsibility apprenticeship so it really so I'm very as you can tell I'm very passionate about the level twos and level threes because mm. I know there's been some debate around it but that supports social mobility that supports people to move through a you know that that kind of process and get those opportunities to give themselves more options so yeah. it's it's a no-brainer I totally agree. And the, the other area I wanted to ask you about was the Amazon Apprenticeship Fund, because one of the things that I, so I was the education secretary that launched the apprenticeship levy. And one of the changes we got made before it went live was the supply chain change. And of course, I think sometimes it's easy to forget that Amazon is a platform that a lot of small businesses are able to sell through, actually. So just interested in that, that apprenticeship fund you've set up and, and how that supports small businesses. Yeah, well, what a great decision that was. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you <laughs> no for that. I will say it that would have been a bigger percentage if I'd had my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a good start. Still, still opportunities, but yeah, you know, we, we started doing that in 2019 and we really focused about, as I should say, we've got 80,000 British SMEs who sell on Amazon and they sell over 50% of our products. And I think people don't realize that. Um, so we've got this huge audience there and we've always uh, committed 
um, all of our levy transfer at the, at the beginning and obviously a proportion of it as we've expanded and grown to levy transfers and you know we've committed two and a half million in the last well just in the last year we've committed that two and a half million to our Amazon sellers and we also work with combined authorities so like Greater Manchester, West Midlands, South Yorkshire and you know, London, the LPC in London and we work with them around you know doing levy transfers and mm -hmm. it is you know and it's fantastic and what is great is that you see the local skill needs as well so I know I really see a different transfer ask coming from different combined authorities you know based on what skills they need you know in their regions and you know which is which is fantastic you know we, we've, there's a quite a few SMEs who we continue to support with their learners and you can also you know they're, they're emailing to say you know, we, you funded one of our apprentices last year. We're loving it. You know, this is fantastic. We want to do two this year. We're like, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. We'll support you. So that is one thing I think we can do more of. I think it's such a fantastic opportunity. And I think like say, you know, the, the combined authorities and the organisations who facilitate that do an amazing job. I think, you know, we need to encourage more, you know, levy paying employers who have got funds able to transfer and SMEs to, to really encourage that more because I think you know it's a great opportunity for people. So for you really in a sense what's what's the the challenge to, to scaling up and doing more is it, is it literally just having more of those um, almost pooled funds that at the moment combined authorities are, are helping to set up it's just more opportunities to do that in more places. Yeah, I think, you know, when I speak to the combined authorities, they, they seem to have a lot of SMEs actually interested, but mm -hmm. some of them have struggled to get the funds, mm -hmm. um, which was quite interesting. So I think there is something about increasing the funds um, available. But I also think there is something there about, you know, flexing that levy a bit more to support SMEs. Because mm -hmm. Recruiting apprentices is different. It's not as straightforward as a industry hire. They do need more support, obviously, at first. And if you are a small business, that can be quite a big pull, you know, on your existing workforce. And the risk is that, you know, they'll need a laptop and, you know, they may not, they'll, they'll need things which, you know, it can add up to a lot of money initially for SMEs. So I do think there is something about, you know, what, what can we do to support some of those costs through levy funding? Um, I think there's definitely around that. But and, you know, we've, we've gone out and I know, I know I've yeah. done a few talks as well. To SMEs, but I really think it is pushing that. You know, and maybe if we can use part of the levy to support some of the administration, because the combined yes, authorities yeah. do do a lot of that. And, and, and you know, and I, I know I've said before, I do take my hat off to them because I think they do a fantastic job of supporting SMEs in recruitment and finding a training provider. Because it's quite a bit mm -hmm. of work, you know. And if you're a small mm -hmm. business, you know, that takes quite a bit of time, and it might not be a top priority. But I think if you have the, the help. In support from, um, you know, more of the combined authorities doing that, or even larger businesses to support, yeah, yeah. you know, are using, you know, part of that levy to help. I do think we'd get more of an increase. Yeah. And do you think? I mean, obviously, I guess the challenge also is that there are some combined authorities in, in obviously major urban areas, and yeah. you know, potentially some plans for for other parts of the country. But I mean, for for an Amazon, I guess that's something that you know you could like be the pools fund you know driver um as long as you were obviously 
Treasury will always make sure the rules are followed. Yeah, well, yeah but, but in the sense, you know, you've probably got a scale yeah. where you could instigate one if, if you had a bit more flexibility for, for lots of small yeah. businesses. Yeah, because we, because we also get, we get a lot of volume applying for our apprenticeship schemes, you know, mm -hmm. and so there's always going to be a, you know, a number of people who won't get through all the stages, but, but right. you've got all those people interested in apprenticeships. And mm -hmm. like I say, it'd be great to have something where we can then, um, you know, potentially move those to SMEs yeah. who want to, you know, to me, who are looking to exactly. recruit because not everybody wants to work for a large employer, you know, and that doesn't suck. Everyone goes, oh, yeah, but if you're a large employer, you know, you're going to get more. I said, well, not necessarily because you do get applicants who say, well, actually, I'd like to work more in a smaller office and a smaller mm -hmm. team. So, but they might know about the larger companies' opportunities, you know, more than with smaller businesses. So I think there is definitely something we could, you know, do there. You know, yeah, and I think because with a bit more freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And like say, you know, larger employees like, like ourselves could really support with that. Um, and absolutely, it needs to be tracked, doesn't it? Obviously, it needs to be auditable with the Treasury. And absolutely, I completely agree. But it could be as well. I think that's the thing. It could be. Um, so maybe a big opportunity by the sound. Yeah. I think there's an opportunity at, at the forthcoming budget just to give a bit more flexibility and a bit more creativity. Yeah. And almost, um, you know, it, I think were what four or five years into that apprenticeship levy being introduced and you know maybe it's just now time to take stock and yeah. have a bit of a, a a tweak in some areas a review for some others and say right for the next five years what does good look like learning learning from the the five years we've already had I, I think that would I think that would make a huge amount of sense to me now Nicola I want to just talk about as we wrap up um you've obviously had a really fascinating career and clearly passionate about what you do and you know you're it's brilliant having Amazon part of the Purpose Coalition because it is all about having some purpose and a sense of purpose and and, and I think that is utterly crucial whether you're a business or whether you're a person but yeah. when you look back to you know a, a younger version of yourself and maybe starting off and, and some of the advice that you you know perhaps were given is there a bit of advice that sticks in your mind as something that somebody passed on to you a little nugget and you've thought mm, that was a good one and, and carried that with you and what would that be oh yes I use it all the time <laughs> yeah so I, and I use it I think every time I meet apprentices I use this and um, when you're when you're feeling uncomfortable and overwhelmed it is a positive thing because that means that you're doing something new you've got no past experience you're not sure what to do you're not sure where to go you're learning as I always say so don't think you know it's that fight or flight isn't it don't think I can't do this I can't do this assignment you know I can't you know do this project I don't know what to do it's thinking okay I don't know what to do because this is new to me and, and, that's you know, and I always thing. say that when things are comfortable and you know what to do you know, you've got to think, hmm, maybe I'm a bit comfortable here. So I always say to someone, you're feeling a little maybe, you know, overwhelmed or you're feeling like, oh, maybe this is not for me. I'm worried or I don't know what to do. This is a good thing because you're learning something new. Um, and that is something I've you know, taken through all of my career. So even when I'm like that, ah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm thinking, right, just calm, calm, calm down. This is good. This is good. And then next time it comes up, you know, you're a bit more comfortable, aren't you? So um, that is, yeah, that is definitely the biggest thing for me. Brilliant. And and then likewise, another, you know, something that you think, um, another bit of advice that, that in a sense you picked up um, that you can now pass on to, to other people, what would be something else that you'd you'd probably give give to them as 
a fact, a, a clear thing to help them steer in the right direction. You know what? Go for it. I know that sounds really silly. I, I was I was away last year in Costa Rica, and and they kept saying "Go big or go home." You know, and it was it was just really, and it I just it resonated with me because there is something about you know what? If you've got an opportunity, take the risk. What is the worst mm-hmm. that's going to happen? And I do think if people believe in you, it's like if someone says, "Oh, I think you should do that," and you might think, "Oh, I don't know if I could do that. I'm not sure if I'm," you know someone sees that in you and we're not very good at you know we're not always good at seeing things in ourselves but if someone sees it in you it's because it's probably there so just take that chance and take the risk and if there's something you know you really want to do and it and that we were talking earlier you know if you've had a career and actually you don't want to do that anymore you want to do something different just go for it just go for it what's the worst that's going to happen it's not you know what I mean it's it's just do it so I definitely say take risks and if someone believes in you or that you can do something you probably can so take that advice brilliant advice Nicola it's been fantastic having you on the podcast but before I say goodbye we definitely need to let people know if if this has been inspiring if they're interested in an apprenticeship at Amazon or indeed a, a broader career I mean we all know where the Amazon website is but how would you find out about these sorts of careers where do you go to get that information yeah, absolutely. So if you go to, we've got a Amazon apprenticeships jobs page and all mm-hmm. our vacancies this year will be live from Monday. Uh, well, National Apprenticeship Week, should I say, sorry, on the uh, 6th of So they're all live and any other um, opportunities in Amazon, if you just go to Amazon jobs and there'll be opportunities or well, globally, you know what I mean, all, all around the world uh, available to have a look through. But yeah, we've got our um, apprenticeship vacancies on amazon apprenticeships and you'll also find them on the gov.com site as well brilliant um nicola jury uk apprenticeships manager at amazon it's been fantastic having you on so i think if we could bottle your passion for apprenticeships that could fire up a small town probably in part of our country it's brilliant having you on love the discussion and it's great work as well so thank you so much for your time on the podcast today Thank you very much.